Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. It actually parallels Star Wars quite a fair bit because in that early 90s, it was kind of like skateboarding and Star Wars had both died. Yeah, for sure. They were 100%. two of the biggest things in the 80s. Yep. And I think that's what in both in both the like subcultures it brought people together because so many people had gotten out of it. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason they've gone on to other things, they've gotten a bit older, they've they've gotten girlfriends yeah. and uh that they'd, they'd moved out of it. And you had there was a a skateboarding video tape if everyone remembers videotapes they were great yep and it was called 411 it was like a video magazine that would come out maybe every i think at the time maybe every three months yeah they tried to make them every two months they tried to do six issues a year i know just because josh friedberg and chris ortiz are the guys who started it and they were the ones who that was their goal so it was like two to three months really only three because they'd lag a little bit you know yeah being skateboarders and I remember being in uh, like in Melbourne and, and we would just hang for these videos to mm-hmm. come out. Like we'd, you know, hear the new one was coming. You go into the shop. Is it out yet? Is right. it out yet? And it was just our one little, because there was no internet. And it was very similar yeah. for like, I guess if you're a fan of anything back then, there was no like... It was the, like what you got information about what you're into was so precious. The perfect analogy for 401 is it was YouTube before YouTube existed for skateboarders. Mm. There was that was where you saw all these multiple different videos all the kind of at the same time because it was a magazine format and video. And there was just nothing that existed for like it the same at the time. So that's where you saw and it was an hour long or whatever and you just soak it up and then rewind it and watch the whole thing again and rewind it and keep watching it. <laughs> and I think it was episode number two or issue yeah. number two yeah. and there was a, a profile with Jason and I guess that was that would have been a huge thing to get in the second issue. Right. So Jeremy Ray got the profile on the first one. So that was like, a, I mean, he was like perfect for that because he was like the one of the raddest dudes coming out at the time, big dude. Costum was supposed to be two. And he didn't, had, he just hadn't turned his footage in, given those guys the footage, and like they were coming up on deadline. And I should point out that Eric Costin is like one of the yeah. top five greatest skateboarders of all time. Easily. Like, I guess you could, you know, like Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, exactly. Eric Costin. Yeah. Yeah. So Costin was supposed to have the part in the profile in number two, and with about two or three weeks before they were going to be done with the video, um, Ortiz and Josh Freeberg hit me up and they're like, Hey, 
he's not going to have his footage done. Um, do you happen to, can you, can you get us a part? And so we just went out and filmed the whole part in three weeks. And so, yeah, I think I had like maybe one or two clips, but then the rest of it was just like, yeah, let's just go out every day and we'll see what we can come up with. So I just filmed it in that long. And then we just filmed a little interview at my house and happened to have my whole table and everything was full of Star Wars stuff. Well, I remember there was, and I watched it last night and it it, it jogged so many memories. It was all fresh in your head now. Yeah. That one of your friends after a trick goes, you know, Rothmeyer is a huge Yoda fan. Yeah, yeah. And I remember George just guy. watching it and just like going, what Yoda? Because I was sort of, you know, I, I would have been at an age where, you know, like I wouldn't have had, you know, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, right. You know, like I would have like had the videos and yeah. the other stuff would have been, uh, you know, like in a box in a garage uh-huh. and stuff like that. And it was, you know, they were toys. You don't right. have them out. Like you're done yeah. with them. Yeah. You, you keep them because, I don't know, there's something in the back of your head where yeah. it's like, I am not, yeah, I can't, I'm not play with them anymore, but I'm not right. like, getting rid of them. They're, right, right. Because there's some, you know. There's an attachment there. Clingy yeah. thing to yeah. them. Um, and then the interview, like through a few skateboard clips and then it shows Jason in his bedroom and he's got this wall of Star Wars toys set up very nice. There's some masks and stuff. And I don't know. It was mind blowing. Like I had, um, do you know know Chris Middlebrook? I know the name actually. He's a, like a, a a filmer. He does a lot of uh, video clips for like Nike. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he lived near me and, he uh and I, I was actually i facebooked him about coming to uh meet with you and he wears glasses as well sick and so i think for both me and him it was like oh, and we both love star wars and i think i know for me it was like oh yeah star wars is cool because this pro skateboarder in california right. is like repping it right i'm gonna go find my toys and set it up yeah. like 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 he did and i know chris you were uh, like oh he's a fucking nerd let's get into this shit yeah again. <laughs> i know chris was like that was stoked that there was someone skateboarding with glasses for sure um so explain maybe go into like like how that collection came along because you had it was it was pretty impressive like back then yeah i had some stuff um i you know i think I had a little bit of stuff left over from like just whatever being a kid, mm-hmm. um, but a really small amount. And then um, I can't remember where I like the, I can't remember what the first thing I was like. There wasn't like a certain piece that I really like was like, oh, I'm gonna start digging that stuff up again. But I think I had a couple of like action figures or something like that on the, uh, on the counter and uh, someone saw them and they're like, Oh my buddy, he's got all types of stuff. And so we had gone skating with it. it was Brad Hayes' friend. I don't know if you remember Brad Hayes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Brad's like, oh, my buddy's got a bunch of stuff at his house. And uh, he said he'll trade you like all that stuff if you get him some skateboard stuff. And I'm like, well, shit, I get skateboard stuff for free. So what do I care? You know, like grab, I, I, I gave him two completes, two full complete skateboards, just aboard wheels and trucks. And he gave me everything in his attic. And it was stuff his parents were saving for him. Like, all in the package like brand new they were just keeping it for him for whatever but without his parents knowing he gave it to me gave him he gave me everything for two boards but what you it's weird because you sort of think oh you know that guy must be spewing now whatever but if he had kept those skateboard decks right exactly mint yeah they'd 
They'd be worth thing. as much. Yeah, same thing. Because skateboarding was so, at the time, it was so small and things were only put out for, you know, the one like graphic on the board only lasted Maybe, for a month. Yeah, and they were only making, like my runs of boards were like 300 at the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about how limited 300 is now. And that's what every board was back then. It was like 300 to 500 boards made. They rarely made another run of boards unless it was like, you know, maybe world boards and stuff like that. They're making thousands of because they're selling well. But but the way that, that skateboarding was then, it was so disposable. No one wanted the same graphic again. Yeah. And it's it's really weird. They the, Like when I start talking about it, it the parallel so much because what kicked Star Wars off as, as collecting and like sort of reignited it was Steve Sansweet. I'm not sure if you know him, but he's a guy that now lives in San Francisco. He's got the world's biggest Star Wars collection and he's got this massive museum. Oh, wow. If you're ever up in San Francisco and you've got a day, it's sort of like about an hour above and you can get a tour and it's it's insane. Wow, Like cool. it is... He's got it, everything, right? It's, it's Wonka factory stuff. Wow. It's like you just... It's insane. But... So his book, he did a book about it in, uh, I'm going to go late 90s, that sort of sparked everyone's imagination of there's all this stuff. And, you know, it happened later in skateboarding that I think it was the, the Sean Cliver book uh-huh. that did the graphics and that right. and that that did the same thing where for, it sparked skateboard off collecting, yeah, everyone's sure. like the backstories behind the graphics and... You know, and and also sent prices uh-huh. skyrocketing because yep. it reignited, you know, people's youth of just like I love that stuff, and now I've right. got shitloads of money because right. I'm an adult. Yeah, no, totally. That's that's exactly why people buy reissue boards all the time. Like they, Santa Cruz and Powell and Vision can keep pumping them out because people who are my age are like, well, I'm I'm a you know I make ninety grand a year. Shit, what's a, what's a couple hundred bucks for a reissue board? I don't care. <laughs> I want that on my wall. To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. For just $3 a month, you get a dedicated RSS feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use, sending the complete archives of Steel Wars episodes along with bonus Patreon exclusives like movie commentaries, Q&As, and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you.
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.